Welcome to the Nature and Science of Work podcast. I'm Robert Levine. This is a podcast in our Nature Guides work series. Thank you for joining us. In this podcast, we again join Aldo Leopold and his explorations of work in nature. In our first Nature Guides work podcast, we visited Aldo Leopold, a noted 20th century conservationist, researcher, and author of the classic A Sand County Almanac at his refuge, The Shack, in a poor sand county in Wisconsin. There, he observed nature working around him, flights of geese into a frozen lake, calling of summer birds on their workday schedules. Into his observations, he wove acid and accurate comments on those he lived around and worked with at a prominent university. Here, we bring together three interpretations through another passage of Leopold's of a wilderness river in northern Mexico, the Gavilan. Two of the interpretations are from the present. You'll hear my interpretation of the context producing this beautiful and arresting excerpt from Leopold's chapter about the river. And you'll hear an original musical interpretation. Tom Seabach, a musician, sound engineer, songwriter, and conflict resolution specialist, has contributed previously to the nature and science of work and to nature guides work in many ways. For this composition, Tom recorded river sounds in Garfield County in western Colorado in the U.S., the waters of the Roaring Fork and Colorado Rivers, and paired those with his musical interpretation to create the original composition, River Song. Although Leopold's interpretation of the River Gavilan, from which I'll read excerpts, draws on many times and places in his life. His words are beautiful and also bracing when he wrote them and now. He confronts conservation as we know it and the work of research and science as we know it. Leopold was a scientist and also a pragmatist about nature, conservation, and research. The first work in his career was in the field with the earliest United States Forest Service. He then managed a related government laboratory in Madison, Wisconsin. Government science research then and now was mission-driven and team-focused in a way often alien to academic research environments. Yet, it is in just that environment that Leopold then found himself and put himself when he accepted a university position as the country's first professor of game management. In these excerpts, Leopold journeys to northern Mexico and the wild Gavilan River, the Rio Gavilan, back to landscape he loved when a ranger in the U.S. desert southwest where he captures the beauty of the river and the water, and then something more. 
the work and the struggles of the humans who lived and worked on the Gavilan in ancient days, and the work and the struggles of the researchers and scientists that he worked alongside. We hear him differently in these passages by knowing his work. The passages that follow, then, are from the Song of the Gavilan in a Sand County Almanac by Aldo Leopold, published in 1940. The pieces were written in the 1920s and 30s and in language and idiom common at the time. Song of the Gavilan The song of a river ordinarily means the tune that waters play on rock, root, and rapid. The Rio Gavilan has such a song. It is a pleasant music, bespeaking dancing riffles and fat rainbows layered under mossy roots of sycamore, oak, and pine. This song of the waters is audible to every ear, but there is other music in these hills, by no means audible to all. To hear even a few notes of it, you must first live here for a long time, and you must know the speech of hills and rivers. Then, on a still night, when the campfire is low and the Pleiades have climbed over rim rocks, sit quietly and listen for a wolf to howl and think hard of everything you have seen and tried to understand. Then, you may hear it, a vast pulsing harmony its score inscribed on a thousand hills, its notes, the lives and deaths of plants and animals, its rhythms spanning the seconds and the centuries. The life of every river sings its own song, but in most, the song is long since marred by the discords of misuse. Overgrazing first mars the plants and then the soil. Rifle, trap, and poison next deplete the larger birds and mammals. Then comes a park or forest with roads and tourists. Parks are made to bring the music to the many, but by the time many are attuned to hear it, there is little left but noise. There once were those capable of inhabiting a river without disrupting the harmony of its life. They must have lived in thousands on the Gavilan, for their works, their works are everywhere. Ascend any draw emerging on any canyon and you find yourself climbing 
little rock terraces or check dams, the crest of one level with the base of the next. Behind each dam is a little plot of soil that was once a field or garden, sub-irrigated by the showers which fell on the steep adjoining slopes. On the crest of the ridge, you may find the stone foundations of a watchtower. Here, the hillside farmer probably stood guard over the polka dot acrylates. Household water must have been carried from the river. Of domestic animals, they evidently had none. What crops did they raise? How long ago? The only fragment of an answer lies in the 300-year-old pines, oaks, or junipers that now find rootage in the little fields. Evidently, it was longer ago than the age of the oldest trees. Aldo Leopold then continues. There is continuum in the song of the Gavilan. And there are men charged with the duty of examining the construction of the plants, animals, and soils which are the instruments of its great orchestra. These men are called professors. Each selects one instrument of the orchestra and spends his life taking it apart and describing its strings and sounding boards. This process of dismemberment is called research. The place for dismemberment is called a university. A professor may pluck the strings of his own instrument, but never, never that of another. And if he listens for music, he must never admit it to his fellows or to his students. For all are restrained by an iron-bound taboo, which decrees that the construction of instruments is the domain of science, while the detection of harmony is the domain of poets. Professors serve science, and science serves progress. It serves progress so well that many of the more intricate instruments are stepped upon and broken in the rush to spread progress to all backward lands. One by one, the parts are thus stricken from the Song of Songs. If the professor is able to classify each instrument before it is broken, he is well content. Science contributes moral as well as material blessings to the world. Its great moral contribution is objectivity, or the scientific point of view. 
This means doubting everything except facts. It means hewing to the facts. Let the chips fall where they may. One of the facts hewn to by science is that every river needs more people. And all people need more inventions, and hence, more science. The good life depends on the indefinite extension of this chain of logic. You have heard excerpts from the River Gavilan in A Sand County Almanac by Aldo Leopold, originally published in 1940 by Oxford University Press, available in a current edition by the Library of America. And you have heard River Song, composed and recorded by Tom Seabach in 2023, together with Tom's recording of sound from Colorado River Waters. For the Nature and Science of Work podcast and the Nature Guides Work series, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for listening. Keep seeing nature and work and work in nature.